Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Recording now. Would you like to do it now? Or, uh, uh, what's that noise for again? That's that's just our uncomfortable sound. Yeah, but we did it for something yesterday. And specifically, it was... Oh, uh, I can't remember. Was it, it was about us, was it? Was it someone giving us a compliment or... No, it was something else. <coughs> I can't remember, Raymond. I instantly forget. Isn't it? Such is the yeah. nature... Of broadcasting in, in 2020, that the mo- the moment it's recorded is the moment it is forgotten. And uh, uh, if it's it's on you, then, dear listener, it's on you to remember what the f we're talking about. Uh, if you want to remind us what our was yesterday, are you going to put this out? Look at buddy, I'm telling you. Once once that red light starts, once that red that once that little red thing in the middle's on, then we're on. Yeah, uh, six bits. <laughs> Yeah, yo. <laughs> Sixbitspod at gmail.com. I'm just awake from my attempted nap. Uh, which was, <laughs> I love your attempt at napping. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a, it's a vain exercise. And I, uh, I went and I tried to nap and no sooner was I asleep than the alarm was going off. So, um, so screw it. I actually, do you know what? I was thinking about this as I went to sleep to try and come up with three things for this. Okay, right. And then what happened was I fell asleep and I, as I was asleep, I was still thinking of things while yeah. I was asleep. And uh, I think I may have added things in my dreams that were not real things at all. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that I, I was, oh really? Yeah, I think I was still dreaming of coming up with things. That were so light. when ultimate when the ultimate warrior popped in and saved everyone from coronavirus, that yeah. that that isn't something that happened then. Oh yeah, no, that's a thing. That is a thing. I think is it obviously that's, a, okay. that's a, obviously the thing. Is the ultimate warrior? Did he die? Uh, hopefully not. They're all dying at the moment. It's ridiculous. Uh, do you want that? Oh, hang on. Hi, welcome to Six Bits. The Hi, po- the, the podcast. It's Ray here, and it's Warren there. Hello. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about six things, three things each. It's our six bits, no affiliation with the show that we work on, the six o'clock show. Yeah, I, do you want to start? I'm wondering as well, do we need to have a discussion about that? We haven't actually had a proper discussion. Do we need to, do we still need to continue the the, dis- 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 the official? No, dis- right, I, I, I thought you carried it on for too long. Right, I was just putting it in just in case anyone got sniffy. But no one has gotten sniffy or no. I, you know, but just in case. I just wanted it out there and established early enough in the proceedings that... So, while ladies it's and not, gentlemen. While it's nothing to do with them per se, they're not, you know... You know I don't, Ladies and I gentlemen, just don't want it to. Yeah, okay, sorry. The disclaimer about the six o'clock show is now gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. It's yeah, over. It, also, <gasps> there's an appearance of it. I think that it's like that they made us say that before we did it, but that's not the case. I was I was just throwing it in just to cover our asses, really, just in case they had an issue. But I don't I don't know if they will or or would, but hopefully they won't. And we'll refer them back to the several first episodes. Oh my God, you are explaining this way too much. I know, I know. <laughs> Stop I, it. I'm just awake. I just, just fell asleep and then I woke up. Woke up. Uh, oh, do you, do you want deaths to be number one then? It's kind of a, a downer do you... to start on, isn't it? Okay, what's your number one? And tonight's number one song. The famous people dying. I mean, we're we're you... we're having some deaths today um, mm. in the, the world as a result of coronavirus. Uh, and uh, deaths of famous people, which means it's actually happening, rather than deaths of regular people, where you know they're just a number, they're just a statistic being announced at the end of every day. That you wake up and read the front front of the newspaper and see the n- number of people that died yesterday were confirmed dead. Uh, once 
the lead singer of Fountains of Wayne dies, then it becomes an actual story. <laughs> Adam Schlesinger died. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, it is a tragedy, absolutely, that anyone dies of coronavirus. But uh, the fact that all of us, myself included, I, I actually played uh, Stacey's mom on the radio this morning. Yeah, because you would. It, you would, like, you'd have to. Would you, though? Would you have to? I mean, it's only after the fact I was kind of thinking... I like the song. It's a catchy song. It's a funny video. And it reminds me of a time in my life. Uh, yeah. You know, it brings you right back to that particular time in 2000, 2002, 2003. Uh, but uh, but beyond that, I don't know if I mean it's not like it was Chris Martin or something. Do you, do you know what I mean? Or Adele? It was like the lead singer of that one of the guy that had that one song, of the band that had that. Yeah, one but song. then, but then I'm assuming that you looked into what it is that he did oh, in yes, his yeah. life, and you know, with the Oscar nomination for that incredibly catchy song from that thing you do. Doing yep. that thing you do, and uh, crazy ex-girlfriend. He wrote most of the songs in that as well. Uh, even though I, I do not like that program. That's just personal. I don't like. Why musicals. don't you like the program? That's an like... interest. I thought this. Would, I thought that show would be right up your alley. You'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, no, I. And the only musical I can watch is Moulin Rouge. All other musicals, I'm like, no, I'm out. out oh, okay. Out. Well, in I'm, that case, I'm... you'd be cheesed off at Andrew Lloyd Webber. That was going to be one of mine today, but we can we can rule it out now. We c- uh, and what? did you see the story? The story about Lord Lloyd Webber. That's a difficult thing to say. I've, let's I, let's let's stick with number one. No, no, we can do it here. We, oh, okay. We, we'll, we'll, Is we'll he dead? Yeah. <laughs> Sad news today. The oh guy, the guy who sang Stacy's mom, and <laughs> and yeah, I opened with the Stacy's mom guy <laughs> instead of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber, you'd open with, wouldn't you? I mean, you'd go Andrew Lloyd Webber, then Stacy's mom. No. You'd go Andrew Lloyd Webber, then Eddie Large, and then oh, Stacey's Eddie mom. Large passed away. That's what I was going to go with. Yeah, it was Eddie Large has died as well. I used to like, love Little and Large when I was small. Here's my thing with Little and and again a sad story. Uh, and my thing with Little and Large uh, when I read it was, which one was Little and Large and which one was the Crankies? Because you would associate the two of them with each right. other a lot, wouldn't you? Right. So, no, I think you'd more associate Little and Large with those two other English comedians that used to host on ITV on a Saturday night. Oh, God. Were they together? Hale and Pace. Oh, I, oh no. I, I would have thought Hale and Pace were much later and much more... Um, risque? Uh, um, risque and modern. Uh, modern in the sense that they would be 80s, whereas Little and Large, I would have thought, would have been... Seventies potentially. Oh, in my house, my dad would—if Little and Large were on, it was on the telly. Oh, absolutely! But I think that they were more of a a seventies thing in the eighties. If you catch my drift, right. that oh, they no, were. No, I do. I do. They would I have do. been older than Hale and Pace, yeah. who would have been more uh, Smith and Jones era and Jeeves and Wooster. Not Jeeves and Wooster. What were they called? Oh God, I love Jeeves and Wooster. Fry and Larry. Fry and Larry. That a more modern and of and course Saunders and French. Frank yeah, and Saunders. Saunders and Are we just going to name out duo, comedy duos? Now? I think, yeah, but I think that you're talking 80s, Alexi Sale sort of era yeah, when okay. you're talking Hale and Pace. Hale Whereas and Pace. Right. Little and Large and the Crankies and your man, who was your man that used to do Blankety Blank? 
and with the funny faces. Blankety blank, blankety blank, blankety blank. Not Terry Wogan, the other guy. No. Uh, the the older know, guy. The guy that used to mess with the with the the piano all the time. This has got all sorts of ways. This number. Hang on, one. no people I, know. People know. Hang on, blankety blank. Uh, was it Les Dennis? No, Les 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 Dawson. Les Dawson. Les Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Well done. You can't shout Les Dawson the minute. I, as soon as I say it, you can't say Les Dawson because in a, in a tone that suggests there it was. There it was. I knew it. I knew I knew it. I did. It's like know no. Hang on. Hang on. You were going I, Les Dennis, and I was like, it's not Les Dennis. It's Les Dawson. All you're doing is repeating what I just said. Oh, shut up. You can't, you can't just say Les Dawson. It's like no, you did, you didn't get there before me. You can't say Les Dawson. You're supposed to go. Les Dawson. Number one has been going on for a millennia. That's why I did it. That's what's happening. Les Dawson. Les Dawson Dawson. and uh, uh, Tarbuck. Lisa Tarbuck's dad. Was it Jimmy Tarbuck? Tarbuck. He was another one that I would associate with uh, Les Dawson. With that whole time. Bob Monkhouse. All those sorts of people. Yeah. And they would be older. Jimmy Tarbuck. There he is. Yeah. Um, And uh, they would have been an older generation to Hale and Pace, like you were talking about. But anyway, I would have associated... Uh, sad news about Little and Large and Andrew Lloyd Webber still very much with us as far as we're aware by the way all right. coronavi- coronavirus deaths uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber but he's putting all of his musicals online for free if you're a musical fan which you're not more oh because my God. you only like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend I I don't like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend <laughs> you'd stop it what's your um, issue with the critically acclaimed highly lauded Oh no, I totally get what I get. I on I I am I wish I liked it. I mm. wish I liked it. It's just the breaking out into song of uh, when you could yeah. just talk. I, I I don't it makes me want to gouge my eyes out and then yeah. rip my ears okay. off. Yeah, I think it's, it might be I might be with you there. There are some very funny song individual songs, but if it's a constant thing, kind of like glee. It's like Oh god, no, stop. stop. But glee I liked for two episodes. And oh. I think if you go back and watch the first even the pilot of glee, right? It was a very different show. The proposal, or on paper, what Glee was supposed to be in the first show. And your woman, Jane, Jane, what's her name? Lynch. Jane Lynch. She's a very funny woman. Oh, gosh. And I yeah, I think it was supposed to be snarky and scorpy and quick-witted and sharp with songs as well. So, do you know the way you say that? Yeah. So, you know the way it was created by Brad Fulchuk and Ryan Murphy? Go on. From American Horror Story. You're going Ryan to educate Murphy. me, I think, here. Go well, on. Ryan Murphy also uh, created Popular. Can you remember in the 90s, mm-hmm. that very snarky teenage show that only ran for two seasons? I think, and I agree with you, it was meant to be more like Popular with songs. Yeah. And then it just became this... I can't use bad words. So it just <laughs> became this miasma of why... Yeah, I, uh, I, it, it became to me this sort of like, it was just, just high school gossip, and it was quite, it was fairly wholesome, you know, and it was all, just to get to the next song. That's all it was, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you watch the first episode, it was actually quite sharp and funny, and I think it was going to go somewhere like that. But either they couldn't because they were spending so much. I mean, every apparently it was a dog to work on that program because. It was, it was like, I don't know, Dancing with the Stars or something where it's just like, all you're doing is chasing the next episode because there's so much work involved in recording all the songs, preparing all the songs, getting them out. And you're talking about 22 episodes with what, four or five songs an episode? And dances. It's just insane. So um, uh, I think that they didn't have the resources to both write funny and 
do the the yeah. show or the, the the comedy or the and, sorry the um the music and no judgment to anyone who does like musicals or musical TV shows. I wish I could. That's yeah, you all. suck. You I suck though. If you like musicals, you suck. No, you no judgment, but you suck. Um, just on what you were saying there is that you know the number of cases. So within the next few hours. We're going to be at 1 million cases. We're at yeah. uh, 960,063 and there have been 49,156 deaths. This is going to be so, an American thing. This is going to be a huge American thing and UK thing because of the early mismanagement there. Um, I of think, what's happening there. Yeah. Um, there was a doctor, Dr. Rishi, he was on um, Fox News last night okay. and he spoke some truth. Yeah, they're working on it. They should have been working on it for months. So the fact is we knew about this from the WHO when? December 31st, 2019. So last year, we knew about this. We knew coronavirus is coming. We knew it was a respiratory disease. We knew it was person-to-person. Why is it that it's this week that the FDA finally approved these kind of new Abbott lab testing, which, by the way, is one test at a time? Doctor, thank you. Very interesting to talk to you, Dr. Desai. I hope you'll come back. And you could see... What's her name? Megan or or one of the Fox News presenters. She just she had nothing to say because I'd say producers were shouting in her ear going, get him off, get him off, get him off. He's not saying Trump is amazing. And it's one of the funniest clips I've ever seen. But if you are looking at all these things, worldometers.info. Well, we never said properly. Uh, it was the, the lead it's singer of uh, Fountains of the band Fountains of Wayne, Adam Schlesinger. He was only 52 years of age. But the yeah. things he worked on were he d- he did the. The Crazy Ex-Girlfriend song, he did, of course, uh, Stacey's mom. And he did a show, he did um, Colbert's Christmas. He won an award for his work on uh, a thing where Stephen Colbert, when, the old Colbert rapport, uh, he won an award for a music he did on his Christmas special years ago as well. So, all right. Yeah, it was a Grammy. And little and large, always, uh, always uh, I associate with my granny and granddad, particularly my granddad. And uh, incredible, incredibly funny and an incredible legacy. Uh, and again, associated with all those older comedians. And Helen Pace and Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber still with us. So uh, let's celebrate who we've still got. Yes, let's. And, and wash your hands and wash yourself. <laughs> and Azerbaijan to both Helen Pace and Jeeves and Wooster and Alexi Sale. Number two. Coronavirus Ireland. Unemployment hit 17% as virus wipes out a decade of jobs growth. Let that sink in. Like, this is huge. So the Ireland that we are going to be living in in just a few months time is very, very different from the one that we had three weeks ago and four weeks ago. And, you know, we're looking at the jobs that are going to be going. The hospitality sector is obviously going to be hit, hit very hard because I assume that's not going to bounce back until next year. And even when it does, I think we need to look at the sort of tourism that we have in this country and in every country around the world. So so those so are jobs. Are you saying we should encourage sex tourism? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's is that, is exactly that, is, what came out of my mouth. Is that where item two is going? It's that's, that we need to look at the type of tourism that we've currently mm. got and encourage <laughs> growth in sex tourism. So That's are it. you offering yourself to the sex industry as a de- as a tourist as a sex tourist destination? I know I'm willing. I'm it, to put my name down the list as well. I mean I'll I'll put my hand up for Queen and Country. <laughs> Sorry, I'm try- I'm desperately you're, trying to inject a little bit of levity into the last queen. minute of oh my god the sky is falling from from Wirren. Do you know what? That, sorry, yeah, you're dead right. But my question is... Oh, thank God, there's a question. Make it light. Make it light. Oh, it's not that light. Oh, God. Why the hell would Fina Gale want to go back into power? Oh, that's a good question. I, I Actually, that was going to be one of my numbers as well, actually. We can do this as number two. Uh, the, the, 
The, yeah, that's a good question. I suppose, do you know, they're, they're, they would be riding the crest of a wave right now. Um, right now, we yeah. all know, and this is, I don't have any political affiliation whatsoever, but Fine Gael came in after the last crash, right? Yeah. And tried to do a job. But, and this is, I know it's the nature of politics that, you know, you can do well, but two weeks later, everyone's going to hate you. There, there have been tweets that the Taoiseach has put out recently going, you know, if you go into power, people will be happy for you for five minutes and then it's just a series of you're crap, you're crap, you're crap, you're crap, you're crap. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But I'm just wondering after everything that they've been through with this and we're looking at Simon Harris, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Like my father's looking younger than Simon Harris these days. God mm. bless him. I see like- there was an investigation into uh, whether or not bots were praising Simon Harris yeah. on social media. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they I, were. It, bots were praising Simon Harris on social media. You do, I, I, wrote a compl- I wrote a complimentary tweet about Simon. Right. Uh, my good friend Simon, Simon Harris. and um, You and Simon, like that. Come good, on the six inside. o'clock show tonight. He's in the kitchen tonight, actually. Simon Harris. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I noticed underneath it a lot of Jan 04821284963. Wow, really? A lot of that going on. So I'm, I hate the whole What's the nature of, of that then? Who's responsible for that? Is it Fine Gael themselves will be responsible? Because I think, I, I, I thought the results of the investigation was that no, largely... No, no, no. Um, it, yeah. it, it could be outli- uh, outliers and supporters. And then it could also be. So they found in the UK that it was actually the, during their election that it was actually the Conservative Party who were setting up an awful lot of these bots. I know I'm not speaking out of turn. This is a thing that happened. But here it could be outliers and then it could be an issue with Russia is just seeing what tweets are popular. And then just getting on that bandwagon and monitoring it that way. Oh, or could it be a thing as well? Where there's a double bluff in it, where I'm not suggesting that Fianna Fáil would do this, but let's say a Fianna Fáil supporter with a lot of money who wanted to do damage to Simon Harris or Fine Gael, that they could be setting up a load of bots in order for the bots to be caught and then for it to look like Fine Gael are behind all the bots. Could that be a thing? I, I maybe. These days, anything could be a yeah. thing when it comes to Twitter. Um you know, and this isn't with a tin tinfoil hat on. It's just the crap you see on there. You're like, what the hell is going on? But back to the original question. Mm. Why would they want to be going to Why government? in God's name would Fine Gael want to go into government? I think it is, do you know, themselves? well, there are a couple of things. Uh, the, the other thing that I was thinking is, aren't you just, I mean, this was the case previously, aren't you just handing it if you don't want, and I'm, I'm, I have no political affiliations myself, but if and I, you know, I, I personally, anyway, I'm not going to tell you how I voted the last last round. Generally, I vote for the candidate that I believe in, and the candidate that can do the most good for the people that represent me and my views, and uh, represents me and my um, uh, priorities in the constituency. Yeah. That's you vote ge- locally, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't generally vote for the party. Uh, so that could be a Sinn Féin candidate, or it could be Fine Gael, or it could be Fianna Fáil. Uh, it could be anybody, right? So I'm, I'm not for or against Sinn Féin. I know a lot of people are against Sinn Féin. I know a lot of people are for them. But if Micheál Martin and, and Leo Varadkar's priorities to keep Sinn Féin out of power by getting into bed together, you are just handing them because it's going to be a nightmare economically for the country. I mean, if you're talking about in, in the run-up to the last election, you were talking about building houses and fixing the housing crisis. How are you going to do that with no money in the in the next number of years? You are handing the next doll to Sinn Féin uh, again. But then again, you can't I mean, maybe it's just the case that you just can't. You just can't operate on the basis 
of what's going to happen in four or five years' time. You need to just put your hand up and no more than... God, I, uh, I, I'm loath to promote or be positive about anyone in, in as much as I am to be negative about anyone, but maybe it is just a case that it's just doing it for the good of the country that okay. so someone so this, has to lead it's like being a politician yeah. it's yeah it's it's the public service so this brings me to the people that i remember from college who joined like ogra you know who who joined the young finagalers and the young uh, fina fallers and all that kind of stuff well yeah yeah I, so, I, when i think of those people in college i often i often think of them in the worst light which is like abs- Absolutely right. the okay. worst light. Yeah, it's which is just like they're only in it to be the ENS officer or they're only in it for the for the perks and for the for all the wrong reasons. Sorry, uh, go on. In in college, but it also it brings back it's this mix of and if you were in one of these organizations, and I feel this way about like I never joined the college radio station because it was too intimidating and I wasn't cool enough. Like I you still aren't in. really. I mean, I know I I'm not. I know that. I think that's been definitively proven. But, uh, given uh, but, your radio experience, RIP. <laughs> I walked in one day, and they kind of the way I look, they looked at me like I was dirt. So I just went, "Oh, myself, my friend." We went, "Oh, we're not wanted here," so we left, and that's fine. Uh, but there's this mix when it comes to politicians of civic duty and megalomania. Yeah, that that there's this very thin line that runs down. The two. Now, I believe that civic duty is certainly there for every single politician, every single politician that that has been doing this for more than a couple of years, because you couldn't. Yeah, it's not want, an easy job. Yeah, the, the wheat is separated from the chaff. It's twenty four seven. Like okay. when you see, if you do know a local politician, you've got people showing up at their door. I lived up the road from one once, and I was like, my god, there's always people there, always people in the house. But I still am wondering after all of this crap. Would they not just go, because they're going to form this government with Fianna Fáil and they'll get someone else on board and then it has to be a rotating Taoiseach and you're like, lads, we're going to have a general election in a year, less than a year. Must We must do. Uh, the sto- to finish off, the story is uh, COVID-19 pandemic is opportunity for transformative approach to government pro- programme, according to Michal Martin. This wasn't the headline that I saved earlier. Uh, here, here, this is the headline. Uh, Michal Martin refuses to rule out reports he and Varadkar will rotate Taoiseach position. I like the idea, I like the mental image, rather than the actual nuts and bolts of it, I just like the mental image of a literally a rotating Taoiseach. That in all of his public engagements, whichever one of them is the rotating Taoiseach, he must always be slowly spinning around as he's taking questions in oh the doll chamber or at the COVID-19 press briefings at half five every day. That standing at the podium, he must slowly be turning. And that needs to be a written requirement <laughs> of the gig. That you are so, slowly rotating Taoiseach. You, all the, you've done like, that. Like a chicken on a spit on a rotisserie. Well, my brain has <laughs> taken it from that and it's gone to... You will have to open a box in order to see the rotating T-shirt, <laughs> like a jewellery box that young girls have. A little ballerina. And then yeah. A little ballerina rotates, and now I can actually see Leo and Michal both in the little tutus. And you know what? Whatever gets your freak on, my friend. I was going to say you for want. the good of the country, for, for again, for a little bit of positivity, a, a ridiculous, a, a tiny little ridiculous rule, a tiny little loophole in the constitution. Uh, that said, oh, oh my God, uh, uh, they've literally just signed it. And then someone walk, walks in, the um, 
the 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 the, the general the, what is the the secretary not the secretary general the attorney general walks in with a massive book and he says uh, Jesus lads I'm I'm really sorry I never noticed this before and they're like wow what is it uh, you li- you need to when you're when you're addressing the public <laughs> in any in all public engagements you have to be slowly very slowly turning around in an anti clockwise direction at all times what and that's you know ridic- what? that's ridiculous why on earth would it, would they have put that with the founding fathers have put that into the constitution oh but it's there. Oh, it's, Christ, this is ridiculous. What has to happen? Who, who's, for, who's going first? Who's going, no, you go first. No, I don't want to go first. Fucking you, you go first. <laughs> then they're fighting over who doesn't want to stand at the podium slowly rotating t Rotating. Mm. I want to see it happen. Number three. I have the fight for justice, Martin. The fight for justice in, the, oh, in, the age, in an age of injustice. In an unjust time. There are two injustices in my life at the moment. One... Uh, this morning as I was out walking my kids there's a skip on my road okay and I don't mean my house <laughs> hey oh there's a skip outside one of the neighbour's houses and I saw a man dr- of course the dumps are closed so you can't go and dump your stuff mm. I saw a man drive up I have his licence plate if anybody oh, wants it if anybody wants here it here we go I saw a man drive up and dump a load of stuff pallets uh, 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 not even in the skip because the skip is already pretty full of the legitimate waste from this person's house my new neighbour who's moving in to a house that recently sold on my road okay uh, and he comes out with two pallets and a bunch of rubbish and he just dumps it on the side of treating my street like uh-huh. it is a public dump leaves it there uh, uh, gets into his car and drives off I made no secret of the fact that I was standing watching him uh, and I just sorry, yeah, broad daylight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Now it's quiet. Of course it's quiet because we're all locked down. No one's leaving the house, and also there's nobody in this house. I don't think. I think the house is empty. While they're, they're either sorry, moving, but know. would you have some decorum and do them, do it at night time? At least do it I like mean, the rest come of us on. do. Go, go out at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've done it. You know you've done it. Just for a couple of bits, but I, I certainly not two pallets and a bunch no. of other things. Yeah. So he ba- he basically unloaded his car next to the skip, not even into the skip, next to the skip, and drove off. I have his de- and and it's these little in- the injustices, and maybe it's just a reflection on me and my naivety and this the way I operate in my in my own life. Of why don't people follow the rules? I, I mean, it, this is another thing. My kid, uh, we were out playing football earlier, and it was it's a public space. It's a kind of a green little green area. And he fell, he was going for the ball and he ended up driving his knee into a lump of dog shit. Uh, a big lump uh, of dog shit. And uh. again, people not picking up. And it's like, why do I follow the rules when other people don't? They, again, the injustice. And the other thing then, this is a biggie. You know, there's a green, uh, a small little, not a small, a medium-sized green across from my house. Like a uh, a little green space in the, the housing estate that I live in. Yeah, you you know it. I know it. Our neighbours, who all have the same size back garden, because we all we all have the same size back garden. It's uniform it's, where you live. It's, it's McMansions. Com- completely uniform. Every back garden is the same. We've all got a little bit of space. Not a lot. Uh, our neighbours, not our... People who live near us, we actually don't know who they are. But Go on. Y- y- they've taken... One family in particular has bought a massive set, like a big, nearly an adult size set, of goalposts with nets. Yeah. And have started establishing them on like a third of the open green space every afternoon and evening. 
basically sequest- So they bring them out? Yeah, from their house. And they're sequestering a lump of the public green space for themselves. And now a couple of other people yesterday uh, did the same thing. So basically yesterday, three families had taken over the entire green space for themselves and left it so that no one else could. Now, as it happens, I was working yesterday evening and I, and I wasn't taking them out. But a little bit, I again, it's the injustice. It's like, it wouldn't even occur. I would have the awareness of other people to go, this, would, this looks really bad. To be just taking it, to be taking the green space well, for a Well, you sense. see, it's kind of heightened at the moment because A, you're at a time of social distancing. Yeah. So those can't be used by anyone else. It's not like it's the middle of summer, everything's good and all the kids can go out in the green and play a big game of football together. They can't. It's social distancing time. So what are you saying? Are you saying that it's legit for them to, t- to take the space, is it? No, I'm not. All oh, right. Okay, sorry. I think if they put it out there when we weren't living in the middle of a pandemic and everyone could play with them. Yeah. Fantastic. Leave them there. That's great. But I was also thinking that maybe my reaction not. is is heightened though because because of everything that's going on. That if you know, I, I would pro- I would I probably should just shrug and go, well I wasn't going to go out there and use it anyway. And if even if they didn't have the bloody massive goalposts, they would be there and playing football and using the space anyway. But yeah, it, you see they would, wouldn't they? They just have jumpers but, down. But it is just the claiming of it. And the turn, the, turning it into your own private thing that is just really, and again, it's the just the sheer assumption. No more than your man with the skip or the dog walker that doesn't pick it up. It's just like, and I, I operate on a totally different level where it's not. I wouldn't call it thoughtfulness because you know I'm not thoughtful, Murray. No, you're not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. But it's just a sort. It's a more of a paranoia about what people are thinking of me that I don't want people to think badly of me, so I won't do that thing. <laughs> I get that and that I suppose now that you've quantified it as in they would have been using that space anyway it just would have been jumpers for goalposts yeah I yeah I I kind of think it's a it's a bit mean if they're out there for large periods of time because then other families cannot go out yeah. because they have taken a space whereas it could be a smaller space it's just they've got massive goalposts out there so I do think at this time when you're living in this kind of new you know these new estates where people don't know each other you kind of have to be, especially now, a bit, oh, let's not piss anyone off. Yeah. A little bit. Getting back to the skip. Oh, okay, yeah. This fella, bang out of order. But... Yeah, but you can, I can't, I can't ring the guard. I can't ring, <laughs> ring the guards. Don't ring the guards right now. No, but that. what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, uh, is that like, I, I kept his, his license plate number. But who's ever going to go... Hi, neighbor. Hi, new neighbors. Uh, I just uh, we're just moving into the neighborhood, and, and someone did this. <laughs> yeah. But what have you put in or taken out of a skip? Oh, uh, kids' toys. Um, uh, the my only. Uh, this is not your own skip. This is someone else's. Someone, skip. Uh, yeah, someone else's skip. There was once over on the north side. I had a small bit of carpet that a carpet fitter had left in my shed. Oh right, okay. It wasn't like a, a roll of carpet now, just to stay for the record. Uh, but it was a little bit of carpet in the shed and it was like, I, it was just driving me crazy and a couple of little bits of wood. And very late at night, I crept out. Very late. Very late at night. Very late Crep, at night. Crept out with my Crocs and my boxers on. Still still in my gym jams. Set the alarm late at night. And in the middle and of the night, went. in the witching hour, and out I went oh, with a yeah. little bit of carpet and the yep. uh, bits of wood. And the uh, other stuff then that I did uh, on over here, since we moved over here, was one of our neighbours had a skip 
and uh, again, very late, very late night. Very late. Very late. It was um, uh, a couple of ch- kids' bits. I want to say um, like uh, uh, a high chair. A high, high chair? Yeah, don't, don't okay. kids usually use those? A high chair. They're kind of big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. They're kind of, kind of big, right? And uh, <laughs> I think there was an, an old buggy as well, like a kind of a foldy oh. old buggy. A little, little, <laughs> Pot kettle black right now, Foley. Well, it wasn't too not too palette. Also, can I just state for the record? I should take a photograph and show you the palettes. It's like the double palette. It's not like a a standard square shaped palette. It's Mm -hmm. a double palette. It's like two palettes stuck together length. It's humongous, and he he drove up with it and left it there. It's that's taking the Mickey altogether. Speaking well, of taking the Mickey, we're way over time actually already. Uh, and we've only yeah. gotten to three items. Do you, do you want one more item? Do you want emails? We're out of time. Six bits. Six bits. Me whole lads, and we're not going to do another guts of an hour one again because we have to get out to TV three again. Because bloody, I am. That's why I didn't sleep. I'd say. Do you know what this was? And this was. Uh, and this was a very down podcast. I'm very sorry about that. I am going to share this with you. Um, well, it wasn't entirely down. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm joining the sex tourism trade. I mean, every, every. So it's been a very depressing podcast for everyone, <laughs> including every including sex the, worker. The sex tourists, particularly. Well, yeah. not the sex workers. I doubt the sex tourists of Ireland are out there going, damn it, Foley's gotten no, into, the, ga- into the game. We're they really- are. <laughs> sex workers are going, no. He is, because sex workers, you are free. To, it, is, it is a legitimate profession for so many people. They're going, what? no, no, not what? Foley. He's actually going to ruin us. We don't stand a chance now because we can't no. compete. We can't, no. we can't operate on the same level. Foley's going to bring his A game. Foley's going. To, Foley's the new player in the market that's going to shake up the, no, uh, the, the like, industry. We were we were starting to get a good name for ourselves, and then this fellas come along. There's going to be some legislation because of him. I'm, I'm telling God you, damn I'm, once they're with, going to come with, for us with a new of him. with a new entry entr- with a new entrant, both literally and figuratively. In we the, don't have in the time. Sex trade business. We don't have time for Stacey Solomon and Michelle Obama being mates. We don't have time for cats getting infected with COVID nineteen. We don't have time for animals in New Zealand zoos so we will get to all of these oh, things tomorrow I had so many things for today and some very uplifting things do with we have the, any emails Ray? With the cats being infected there could have been a, an Andrew Lloyd Webber link there that would have been <laughs> ideal uh, what, what, uh, Stacey Solomon we could have done Stacey Solomon and Michelle I, Obama are mates Remember that I thought that um, Andrew Lloyd Webber was dead I thought you were announcing that he was dead so the cats thing didn't really come to me Do we have any emails Raymond? Uh, Jack's been in touch with his sexual awakening Hey Jack uh, we were asking about your sexual awakening. What was the cultural thing in you? I still haven't come up with one, actually. Because you are an asexual person. It's not very good for when you're going into sex tourism. Uh, or maybe it's a bonus. Maybe, it's, maybe, it maybe I'll is. find it easier to not Maybe connect. you're waiting for your sexual awakening. Maybe my sexual awakening will be my... Uh, joining burgeoning the sex industry sex business. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jack says that his get this, uh, Jack. I don't know if you want us to read this on the podcast, but we're doing this. Uh, he says mine was Jill Dando. She was murdered shortly oh. after. Hang on, she was murdered shortly afterwards, and I've been afraid to fancy anyone ever since. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jack! We were. Would you know what? We ju- we literally just said that was a very dark podcast, and Jack bringing it at the across the line, across the finish line. That email took a turn, Jack. He, it took a turn. Jack is in regional Victoria, Australia. What make what makes her regional though, Jack? Get back to us. Uh, it's uh, it's 
sixbitspod at gmail.com we are my friends out of time uh, tomorrow we'll do more and it has been a pleasure to be in yours we'd love pleasure. to um, uh, get some more em- emails I think I did I got some uh, tweets and I got some uh, uh, direct messages as well but they're rubbish oh there's Owen actually sorry Owen's been back on uh, he's literally just emailed one minute ago in the middle of the podcast so Owen you're getting in on this uh, hello Maureen and Ray hello say hello Hello, Owen. Uh, this is Owen the Snickers wearer here again. I'm a bit behind on the podcast, but listening back to the item about Murren sleeping better and the sense of us all having similar worries instead of wildly different ones. This reminds me of a term called panicked normality. I first heard it from another podcast where they asked for people to email in with unusual behaviour. Uh, what we just we just had one Owen actually from uh, Jack McCarthy. We, um, uh, one emailed in saying that they had cut their finger quite badly and had rang an ambulance to go to hospital. While she waited, she decided to tidy up by folding some laundry. No, maybe, maybe sleep being a bit easier for Warren is a mild form of panic to normality. Keep up the good work in Azerbaijan. What do you think of that? No. <laughs> okay, that's it. Sorry, I had one night where I got to sleep at six thirty, and one night where I got to sleep at five. So it's all over the place. It's all still back to all over the shop. Reading good books though, so it's all good. Um, we we are going to have to go sixbitspod at gmail Tomorrow we'll have much more uplifting stories. Um, Jack, please keep those emails coming. I just want to hear from you at all times. Now. <laughs> and tell Victoria we're asking for <laughs> uh, regional Victoria. Uh, regional Victoria. Like, does she have a very strong Australian accent? <laughs> Do, do, does she sing uh, the uh, Waltz and Matilda as uh, as you're doing whatever you're doing there? Anyway, so many questions, so little time. Are you on a like? Are you using? You're you're on the phone at the same time. Uh, loads, so many questions, so many, so many questions, so little time. Uh, Azerbaijan, good night and good luck. And remember, stay away from yourselves and each other. Bye.